0: 20 years ago today, the beloved CBS sitcom Everybody Loves Raymond dethroned Friends to win Outstanding Comedy Series at the Emmy Awards. I spoke to actor Brad Garrett when he played MGM National Harbor near Washington, D.C. in 2017, sharing memories of the role that won him three Emmys in a hilarious cast of Ray Romano, Patricia Heaton, Doris Roberts, and Peter Boyle, not to mention his angry auto mechanic in Seinfeld. Mr. Garrett! Yes, th- what's up? Hey, how are you, man? I'm good, you? We're great down here in Washington, D.C. We're going to be even better when uh, when you come swing down here at MGM National Harbor. I hear you're sharing the stage with, with Rita Rudner. How cool has that been? Uh, I've with her.
1: Oh, she's awesome. She's an old buddy. And uh, we did this uh, about three years ago last time. And we were talking and we're like, you know, let's do it again. And uh, she's a blast.
0: That's awesome. What sort of what sort of topics do you guys delve into? Is it do you do political stuff when you swing through DC or, or is it what what else do we talk about?
1: You know, I'm really uh I don't do a lot of political, you know, I'm not a fan of the administration, so I do kind of get into that a little bit. I, I you know, my, my act's a little Little raunchy, so people have to know it's not uh you know they're not going to see uh, they're not going to see Robert from Raymond, <laughs> but uh you know I get into a lot of stuff, a lot of midlife stuff, I do a lot of audience stuff because i'm i'm uh, you know I'm an improv guy by by nature, so I do a lot of that, and I just uh, you know I talk about things that people just like to think about. Uh-huh. I've got no filter, my brother, I got no filter.
0: Uh, we can tell already. <laughs> oh, I love. it. No, that's it's so great. That's so great. We can't wait to see you. Um, and a lot of our listeners who know you from from the TV shows, um, they might not remember that. I, I believe you. You got an early break in stand up with with Star Search and the Tonight Show. Memories of those early days. Oh, oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. I was back in 1984 before you were born. I
0: was born and that. Uh, I was born that year. Oh, today actually is my birthday. Today's your birthday. October 16th, 84.
1: My brother, happy for my son's birthday. The 14th. Well, there you go.
0: There you go. Awesome. Well, me- go. Yeah, memories of that back in those days in 84 as a stand up.
1: Well, you know, i got to tell you, I, uh, you know, before I auditioned and got on Star Search, I was uh, a year before I was waitering at TGI Fridays, you know, out in LA. So, uh, yeah, I was pretty new and, um, you know, I can barely look at that set today without wanting to put my head in the oven. <laughs> but um, it was a great time and it was, you know, the first year Star Search was on and it was kind of. It was kind of a cool thing, and uh, you know, I got lucky. I went up against some very funny guys, and uh, you know, what can I tell you? I did some hacky impressions, and uh, <laughs> the country went for it.
0: How much did but, you? How, uh, how how cool was it to be on with Johnny Carson too? Because he get he really put you in the next stratosphere.
1: Yeah, he he really really did, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's just very odd to stand on the. Other side of that curtain you grew up watching, you know, and I guess I guess that explains the dry heaves. But um, <laughs> it was it was it was really you know it was it was wonderful, you know, and uh, you know he he was the king, and uh, and just to get that opportunity, I was like twenty four, and you know it was it was great. I've been you know I've been I've worked hard, but I I've, I've been lucky, you know, and I'm I'm very grateful and. And the MGM has been amazing to me. I have my, my own comedy club that they let me build here in uh, Vegas at the MGM. I, I haven't been at the one out in D.C., but I hear it's great. And I'm looking forward to that. And um, it's been a long road, but, hey, I'm loving it.
0: Yeah, keep it going, man. It, a lot, a lot of road left too. Um, we hear you're also guest star. So. Yeah, no, no, you got it, you got it. Uh, you'll be guest starring on um, on CBS's show Bull on Tuesday night. What, re- uh, what, what remind us what what the show is about in case our listeners haven't seen it, and, and what role will you be guesting as?
1: Um, I'll be playing uh, Michael Weatherly's wife, Kimberly. And uh, no, boy, <laughs> uh, down, I think hold you down, can pull buddy. that off. Hold I think down. you can pull it off. There you go. Uh, if you haven't seen me in heels, I got a guy like nine feet. <laughs> um, I, Bull is a, is, is a wonderful show. It uh, stars uh, Michael Weatherly uh, from uh, NCIS, mm-hmm. and um, he plays a, uh, uh, an expert in in human behavior, a psychologist who is actually able to look at a juror, look, look at a jury as a whole, and actually determine how a case is going to progress or not progress, depending on the dynamic of the human, you know, the the, hu- the human capabilities of the people in the jury. It's really, really very interesting. It, w- it was taken up of Dr. Phil's earlier life, who this is exactly what he did. And, you know, if you know Dr. Phil, him and Michael Weatherly, I mean, it's a dead ringer. Yeah. You know? I mean, <laughs> these guys are exactly, exactly the same. Um, so, uh, w- what happens in this episode is uh, Bull is uh, being sued for the first time. The tables have been turned by a very high-profile uh, celebrity, and he needs to hire a defense attorney. And he comes looking for me, who was uh, I was one of his one of his mentors early on when he was starting out in law school. And he finds me, you know, in the back of a deli in the uh, streets of New York, which right. is now my office, the delicate <laughs> And we're very, very different type of dynamic. It's how we deal with people. And uh, I play kind of an eccentric guy who's uh, again no filter and who <laughs> kind of shoots from the hip. And uh, it's really the only one who's ever been able to control bull in a courtroom. So you know, we butt heads a little bit, but it was it was a really fun uh, gig for me, man. When they called me to do this, and uh, I think we had a fun chemistry out there. You know, we we're, we're, were very different uh, characters. They wrote a great. A great character for me, and I think it was uh, it was a lot of fun. He had a lot of fun scenes.
0: That's great, yeah. No, and I I love I just I really do. I love seeing that. You know, you're doing bull, and then to see Ray Romano in the Big Sick, he was hilarious in that. Like I love I love seeing you guys. Yeah, yeah. You saw it?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Why didn't you go see my movie? (laughs) Uh, and you go, this guy can't walk and talk, and then you see him in film, and you go, this guy's unbelievable. <laughs> this guy's you're still, you're and still, so you're I'm still, so happy for him. Man.
0: You're still picking on him. No, no, it's so funny that the no, you guys, we believed you guys in. In Everybody Loves Raymond, we believed you guys as the bickering brothers. Like, what? Why do you think the chemistry works so well with you guys?
1: You know, it's it, it's funny. Uh, the writing. You know, the writing was amazing, and that's, that's really the key, you know, especially in a, in, a, in a sitcom. I mean, yeah, we were, you know, I, I mean, to get Peter and Doris and have a cast like that, I mean, that had a lot to do with it. But it was great writing, and the writers wrote, you know, they were all brothers and sisters and husbands and, and, and wives, and they all wrote from that dynamic. And, um, you know, Ray has two brothers. Uh, I have two brothers. Uh, and I think we just brought a lot of that dynamic, uh, a dynamic, you know, to the to the show. But you know, we still hang out. We still bust each other's balls. You know, we, you know, we 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 took the wives. We went on a little vacation in New Orleans. And I love hanging with Ray because you know we're very different, and he's so funny, and <laughs> and we love food and we love poker. So you know, we went shopping, and you know, we were in the bowels of a casino in in New Orleans. I can't tell you how. How wonderful that was, and uh, you know he was like, ah, I don't know if I should eat the shellfish because of Katrina. And you're like, I'm like, Ray, just eat the friggin' oyster and let's please and you know, Why do you think it's I, I? smell propane. Why do I smell propane? Like, Ray, we're at an airport. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Just, you know, just just you know, get cozy on your bag of money. Just sleep in the corner. And like, you know when you're jet- yeah. Um, but we do have a lot of fun. No, that's we, we miss those days, but we're grateful for them. You know.
0: Yeah. No, it's so great that it's so great that you guys stay in touch. Pretty sure that's JLo lo And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Do you stay in touch with uh, Patricia? Like, she's been doing The Middle, and man, she, I think she's like, she's one of the unsung heroes of that show, too. What? Why was she so, like, such a great, you know, gifted comic actress in that show? She, she was great.
1: He, she is a brilliant actor, and, um, you know, what was great about Patty's choices as an actor is she was one of the first comedic wives on TV that refused to play the victim. And from an actor's perspective, it was really a brilliant choice because, you know, she's surrounded on the show by this daily circus that just, you know, plops in her house. And she could have played it like that ho hum put upon wife. Right. And she just was always swinging for the fences and strong, but you cared about, you know, she's just incredibly gifted. She's, she's, she's just a really, really good actor. And um, it, was, it was just a great dynamic because, you know, between my character and Ray's character, her choice to be, you know, really the alpha in the show. Because, you know, Marie was the author in the show, too, but she was passive-aggressive about it. Yeah. Where Patty was just in your face with it. Yeah. And she was, uh, you know, we we were lucky, man. Everyone brought something different to it. And, uh, you know, again, i got to just give it up to the writers because it's, uh, you know, I don't know how they every week write a play, you know, for 211 episodes. that just, you know... That just
0: hum. Yeah, so, it's it's an it yeah. it, it it's an all timer sitcom, man. Final question on Raymond. Hey. Uh, I I gotta hear about Peter Boyle and Doris Roberts. I mean, I'm a I'm sure you missed the hell out of them. Uh, we we oh, all I miss did. watching them, but but B just I ha- mean, you know, now that you know that it's a couple years since they passed. You know, just looking um, back and just how grateful you are to work with them.
1: Well, that was the thing. You, you know, it was you, you know well, Ray and I. You know, who were pretty. Uh, you know, I have done a few failed shows and a couple guest spots by the time Raymond came around, Ray was pretty much brand new. And, uh, you know, we were sitting around and um, and Ray's like, man, you know, I can't believe Peter Boyle was playing our dad, you know, <laughs> and I was like, this is, this is incredible. And he goes, it's perfect casting because he was young Frankenstein and you look like Frankenstein. <laughs> so everyone's going to think, you know. We're really a family. <laughs> you're, you're putting on the Ritz. <laughs> i putting on the Ritz. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what it was. I mean, he was legendary. He came from film. Doris came from TV, and she was huge on Broadway, you know, and, and, and Patty, you know, came, and me and Ray were stand-ups. So it's like, you know, we were like, we were nervous and worried, but we it was like going to school every day because you watch Peter, you watch Doris, and, and you know, Ray's, growth as an actor. I mean, if you go back to Vinyl, which I thought he was mm-hmm. a genius in, to, to The Big Sick, um, it's just remarkable to see his range and his ability. You know, he he's always been able to play that, that humanity card, which is a tough thing to play, especially for a stand-up, because we're always, you know, we're so used to hiding. But he's always been wonderful. He just, you know, especially in The Big Sick. I mean, I'm sitting there in the movie, I'm going... You know, my boy is—he's arrived. You know, and right. it's, it's exciting. It's exciting, but we learned a lot from Peter and Doris, and um, you know, we would just sit back and watch them in a scene and and go, "Oh, how lucky are we that we're part of this circus?"
0: Absolutely, you'll never—you'll never—you know—find that that you know that cast of characters again. I mean, just you guys were all just—it per- no, was—it was. No, it was- no, it's
1: a- I know it's over. Yeah. I know it's over. You can tell me. No, I
0: know it's over. <laughs> no man, you got a long road. Oh, uh, awesome. No, no. Uh, no, we can't wait to see you at MGM, but final seconds before hey. before I cut you loose. But the bottle deposit no. of Seinfeld, the car salesman. I'll never forget <laughs> you. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 I also think you tried to kill Will Smith in a Fresh Prince episode. You had a couple of little, uh, Oh my god.
1: Oh, we're taking it oh back. We're taking god. it back. <laughs> Baby, you are taking it.
0: <laughs> no wow. but me- memories of working with with will and jerry and, and joy oh. Louie, all those guys
1: well look you, you know that's you what know, i got that seinfeld gig just before i got the pilot uh to raymond and um you know i i went in i i auditioned for larry david and jerry and you know i was a wreck because you know <laughs> these, these are icons and and you know we knew at that time it was the greatest sitcom ever and will always be yep it was, Nothing will match that. Agreed. And um, I loved it. You know, I was, I mean, I just, you know, coming up in stand-up, you know, we would look at, you know, we'd go watch Jerry and i you know, you want to go put your head in the oven after you see him work. And he was <laughs> like that at 21. I mean, he's always brilliant. So, um, but that was fun. I mean, we had trouble getting through some of the, uh, the things with Tony about him. Uh, you know, you're not taking care of your car. You know, those scenes, you know, he would try not to laugh and <laughs> I would try not to laugh and... We had a blast, but um, it's funny how many people bring up the uh, the, the bottle deposit episode. But
0: uh, it was it was
1: great, you know. I I, I, I uh, you know, I'm really grateful. Sometimes I got to pinch myself. I've been very lucky, and uh, you know, don't get better than Jerry. Don't get funnier than Larry David. It just doesn't.
0: Yeah. Well, we we're glad that all that you all these years later, we're glad you didn't put your head in that TGIF oven because then uh, we wouldn't be able to <laughs> we wouldn't be able to see you at MGM National Harbor. Brad Garrett, you are the man. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. I, I thank you for your time, and uh, we'll see you in DC. Yeah, we'll see you out there at MGM. Thanks for your time. Bye bye. Yep. See you.